Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast, the International Student Canada Podcast, where I talk about everything that has to do with international students, personal development, and immigrating to Canada. Today I will be talking about how is it that I moved from Jamaica to Canada as an international student. Many people ask me, how did I travel to Canada from a country that requires a visa? How to immigrate to Canada from Jamaica? What was my experience or what do you need in order to study in Canada? I know that this information can be very beneficial for everyone planning to travel. So today I will be telling you step by step how I traveled to Canada as an international student. My experience moving to Canada from Jamaica was surprising. I would not suggest that you do what I did. So I included my recommendations to help you avoid making the same mistakes. Here are some of the highlights for what I will be talking about today. So I will be running through the whole process step by step and how to apply for a student visa and or a study permit to travel to Canada. I will also provide a list of all the requirements for a study permit in Canada, how I left my job one day before traveling to Canada, recommendations on what to do if you are rejected by a college or a university, and lots more. So the first thing that you need to do when you're applying is to identify which province you would like to go or which school you would like to attend. And this can be vice versa because sometimes persons choose to locate a school and then they decide if they want to attend the school based on the province. But you can also locate which province you would like to go to and then find a school in that province For example, if you have family in Canada, it would be great to choose a school near your family. So that is where you would actually choose a province first. There are many provinces in Canada, so you will need to know which province you want to attend school. Now, you may be saying, I have no idea what the provinces are, let alone know which province to attend. Don't worry, I got you. The main thing to figure out is if you want to live in a large city or a small one. Some of the largest cities with a bigger population includes Toronto and Montreal. On the other hand, there are smaller provinces with a smaller population and typically have lower tuition than the bigger cities. When deciding a province, It is important to also consider your budget. Some of the smaller populated provinces are Alberta, New Brunswick, and Nova Scotia. And New Brunswick and Nova Scotia is a part of the Atlantic region of Canada. Ensure that you do your research on your chosen province. The worst thing is to move to a province that you dislike. So make sure that you research the province because the provinces vary significantly, especially between a large province and a small province. 
So you certainly want to consider that. So always remember that this is a country and a province you will be living temporarily for maybe one year, two years, four years, and even more. So you have to ensure that it is the right fit for your particular circumstances and your particular choices. Identify a school to attend. This can be reversed where you locate the school first. As I said before, you locate the school and then you decide on the province. It is important to note that you are in full control of which school you attend. I just wanted to make that clear. You are in full control on the school that you choose to attend. Also note that the school needs to be a designated learning institution. Designated learning institutions are schools that are approved to accept international students and there is a wide variety of schools to choose from. Certainly do your research on the school and ensure that this school is right for you. All you need to do is check the designated learning institution list and that is a great way to locate a school. So the first step is to identify a province. Second step is to find your school and the third step is to apply to the school. Once you have identified your school, whether this is a college or a university, Whichever program it is, whether it is a certificate, whether it's a degree, a postgraduate diploma, whatever it is, next step will be to apply to the school. Always ensure that you are applying from the actual school website. Every school application process is different, but for me, I had to create an account, a school account that is, I had to fill out an application form, submit an official transcript from my college, that is a college that I attended previously, and follow updates on the application. Typically, if you have not received an update after one week, you can follow up unless you were told that this will take longer to process. If your application is approved, you will now go ahead and apply for your study permit. You don't have to worry about remembering all of these steps because I have provided the checklist down in the show notes below. So what if you were rejected by the school? If you were rejected, the school usually will tell you why you were rejected. Sometimes it is because the information is incomplete or the school does not believe you really want to study. Of course, the school will say you can reapply, but if you were rejected because there may be an indication that you do not want to study or the school does not believe this is the right program for you, you may need to do an evaluation of yourself to see if studying is really the path that you would like to pursue. If yes, you can always apply to a different institution and restructure maybe the program of choice 
or your explanation letter, which is a letter that you would provide to the school explaining why is it that you would like to study. You can even try contacting the school to find out why you were not selected to help you in your future application. You can send an email to me if you need additional assistance with finding a school or applying for your study permit. Okay, what is it that you need to apply for a study permit? What are the requirements in order to get your study permit? In order to apply for your study permit, you will need a scanner, credit card, or debit card. The scanner can be a scanning tool like an app. What is important is to get the document saved as a PDF file. The credit card or debit card will be necessary to pay the fee online. In addition, you will need biometrics, maybe a medical certificate, police certificate, and or a language test, which depends on the country you are applying from. The application will also require documents such as passport, proof of funds, your acceptance letter, statement of purpose, or a letter of explanation, a language test, and a criminal record check. Alright, the number one reason you will need your passport is to fill in the application form. The application will request details about the information that is on your passport. You also need to provide the same information on your passport. Even if your passport is incorrect, you need to use the same information so that the information is consistent. Proof of funds is also extremely important. This is the number one document you will need when you apply for a student visa. The proof of funds is also one of the most important reasons why students get denied a study visa. So it is important to pay close attention to the requirements of the proof of funds. The required funds to show as proof of funds is 25,000 Canadian dollars. And that's the total amount that you need to show for a year. You need to show how you will continue receiving this amount of money throughout the duration of your studies if you're not only studying for one year. So if your program is three years, you need to show one year of funds. But for the next two years, you need to show how is it that you will get this money. You can show this by providing a pay slip. You can show pay slip or you can show a letter of employment showing that the person who is financing you has the money to do so. So here's a breakdown of the 25000 the 15000 out of this 25000 is to cover tuition and the remaining 10000 is to cover textbooks and other school expenses. This does not have to be in your personal bank account, but you need to prove that you have this money available to you. I recommend that you make a solid effort to get at least the required $25,000 to show as proof of funds. Do not go lower than the $25,000.
The next document that you will need is the acceptance letter. Once you were accepted in the school, you will receive an acceptance letter in order to apply for your student visa. It is important to pay attention to the information provided on this acceptance letter because if all the information is not provided on the letter, you can be refused your study visa. So let's just go back over what I've mentioned so far just to stay on track. First, you need to identify a province. Second, you need to identify the school. Next, you need to apply to the school. I also went through if you were rejected, what is it that you're supposed to do in this situation? And then I've gone through how to apply for your student permit. Just to be clear, if I say student permit, student visa, study permit, it's all the same thing. In order to get the student permit, you will first need to get your passport. And this needs to be a valid passport. And also note that the duration of when your passport is valid is the duration in which you will get your study permit. Next, you need to get your proof of funds. And as I said, it should be $25,000 or more. And also, the link is in the show notes that will show a checklist of all the documents and all the tools that you will need in order to apply. So you don't need to memorize all of these. So we've gone through the acceptance letter. So now it is to talk about the statement of purpose or the letter of explanation. How to prepare a winning statement of purpose is coming soon. Certainly, I am going in details on how to prepare a winning statement of purpose. The statement of purpose is required to explain why for everything, basically. So you want to explain why is it that you want to travel to Canada? Why is it you want to attend school in Canada? Why is it that you chose a program that you've chosen? So it's just explaining everything to the officer. Think of it this way. You do not do an actual interview with the officer. So what you need to do is to provide all the information that you would have provided in an interview in this letter. So most importantly, you need to know that you are going to Canada temporarily. So you need to show that, yes, you plan to return home after school. And this is extremely important. This is one of the number one things that you should focus on when preparing your statement of purpose. A statement of purpose can either get you the study permit or it can be the reason why you've been refused. So certainly be very careful. Also, if you need assistance with writing your statement of purpose, you can always reach out to me. I will leave my email in the show notes below. English language test. You will also need an English language test. This is required for individuals whose first language is not English. An English language test may be required for persons who studied in another language other than English. This may also be required when applying to a school in Canada. 
The other document that you will need is a passport size picture. Get a passport picture based on the requirements such as background and outfit requirements. And this will be provided in details on the official Canadian website. The picture is needed so that the officer can identify you and this will be kept on file. The medical certificate. A medical certificate is also required for some persons. So you have to check the requirements based on the country of your origin. The medical certificate is to show that you are healthy enough to travel and live by yourself in Canada. Or you should be at least able to support yourself as an individual while in Canada. You will also need a criminal record check. Finally, this is the last document that you will need. You will need a criminal record check. Again, it is important to check if your country requires this document. So this document is not for all countries. So you have to double check if your country is on the list. The officers do look to see if you will commit illegal activities in Canada. So you will need to provide a clean criminal record. There are some instances where your police record becomes clean after a certain period of time. If this is the case, then kindly wait until you have a clean police record and then apply. Your police record will need to be clean in order to apply. This is part one of a two-part series. My next episode will be part two of how I moved to Canada, where I discuss the processing time for your study permit and how I left my job one day before I moved to Canada. Don't forget to download the checklist in the show notes below, which is a checklist of everything you will need to do to travel to Canada and the four most important things to do upon arrival to Canada. See you in the next one. Bye.